Well, happy St. Patrick's Day. Oh, I. From the past. I'm Elaine. <laughs> Welcome back to the... I'm fucking it all. Welcome back to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies, movies that they love, but nobody else does. Oh, St. Patrick's my Day was God. three weeks ago, by the way. When this post, probably. But when we record it, today. <laughs> I'm Elaine again. I said that before. I'll say it again. Elaine. I'm Carly. John. I'm Tony. Each of us has picked a specific movie genre. I have horror thriller. Hey, let's take you to sip of coffee. <laughs> I have science fiction fantasy. I have drama and romance. I have action and adventure. We I'll take to a great start. We take turns. <laughs> I was trying to give him time to laugh. From our <laughs> movie genre, movies that, in our opinions, have not received the respect they deserve. You won't see any of these films on anyone's top ten list, but maybe by listening to our podcast, you can give these films a second chance. Today's pick on the podcast. It's Carly's pick. I'm continuing the body swap. I don't know what we're calling it. <laughs> Theme. <laughs> Motif. It's with, definitely a genre within a genre. With uh, Freaky Friday from 2003. Mm-hmm. Now, how, how is this underappreciated? I wrote the first line of my notes is, I should not have been able to do this movie. And then Tony said, I looked. I checked all the body swap movies. And so I will skip down to it has a 6.3 on IMDb, a 70 meta score, an 88% tomato meter, and a 57% audience score. That's the only metric in which it qualifies. It's got a 70 on Metacritic. I know. How weird is it that the audience didn't like it as much as the critics? It's probably like a lot of parents can watch it with their kids. That's not weird at all. Critics like all kinds of things that are dog trash. If you had to... What was... Ebert going on and on about Whale Rider for six months straight. I'm not saying, I'm just saying for this movie, it seems odd to me that the critics would like it more than the audience. Seems odd to me that anyone would like it at all. But (laughs) Shots fired. (laughs) For a minute and a half into the podcast. But people did. But people did. When we get to the end, the listener will see what Elaine and I are doing here. <laughs> Listeners, I, I don't like how Carly says listener. Like, we have one person who listens to the podcast. We have two. We have Ben and Audra. And Will. Oh, and Aquaman. We would never forget about Will. And Aquaman. Okay. And we should have Vic, because we know you don't have anything to do at night, sir. And and maybe in three years, DJ will get to this episode. <laughs> DJ is, is, a, is an avid listener. He from might skip last this year. one, because yeah. he might not be a fan of Lindsay Lohan as a know. child. Who knows? I don't know. All right, well, this was well, right when she was about losing her shit. <laughs> no. This yes. was teenage Lindsay Lohan. This is not fire crotch. That was a couple when, years later. When I was fire looking crotch. at her... What year her, just come out? 03. When I was looking at her IMDb, I was like, first of all, I thought she was a Disney star. And apparently, she she was not on some Disney show didn't she like get, I thought. Didn't she come from, like, the Herbie movie or something? I, That's I a Disney movie. No, yeah, she but, was in a bunch of... She was a little... But she uh, didn't have, like... She wasn't, like, the Lizzie McGuire, like, she, oh, no, Miley she Cyrus. A, she didn't have a Disney TV track. show. Yes, yeah. yeah, she did. Or when a Nickelodeon little, TV little. show. She yeah. was in a couple of movies. Okay. And I thought she well, had been, like, one of those... And you know, I'm looking at her going, she's not really attractive. Like, what's special about her? She's not a very good actress. I really hate the hair. She was only 16 when this movie was made, and she was playing a 15-year-old. So she wasn't quite yet fire Because she was born in 86, and this came out in 03. So doing that math, 16, 17 maybe. But anyways, this was written by Mary Rogers, or it's based off the novel by Mary Mm -hmm. Rogers. Um, the screenplay was written by Heather Hatch, 
who uh, wrote What to Expect When You're Expecting, and Leslie Dixon, who wrote Overboard, Mrs. Doubtfire, and welcome <clears throat> back to the podcast from the Thomas Crown Affair. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, it was directed by Mark Waters, who also directed Mean Girls, Ghosts, or Mean Girls and Ghosts of Girlfriends Past. Not Ghosts. No, no. no. And also, <laughs> he directed Ghosts? And also directed Mr. Popper's Penguins, Just Like Heaven, which is a movie about a romance, a romantic comedy about a ghost and butt cancer. Fun. I mean, yes. there's some really stuff that Bad I Santa not 2, I love, I think not Bucky one, but just Bad Santa 2. <laughs> this guy makes turds. And the he's all that. <laughs> oh, he's all that. I listened to a podcast talking about TV's? that turd. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is not a good director. He was <laughs> born in Wyandotte, Michigan, though. That's oh, well, there you go for the Michiganders. So he's just trash all the way across. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Strong. Strong trash. Strong trash vibes here. All right. Well, Audra does not appreciate that. I'm kidding. <laughs> Audra doesn't live in Wyandotte, so she's probably fine. She lives in Michigan. But not in Wyandotte. Tony I know why. Where's Wyandotte? <laughs> Somewhere. <laughs> Elaine doesn't know which hand is Michigan. Well, Elaine doesn't know which hand is Michigan. But somewhere like around here. Near the lifeline. Mm. Right. I was trying to figure out which hand was Michigan. Well, I was you showing at each you. Hand, you're like shit. Which one? Well, is Michigan? if I'm looking at it, I would use this hand. But if I'm showing you, I need to use the other hand because this is a visual medium. No, <laughs> this hand is your hand. <laughs> this hand is my hand. Oh no, no wait, that's your. <laughs> no wait, that's my hand. Sorry, I knew I was gonna mess up the words, but anyways, I got you. I want that shirt. That's what matters. <laughs> I, one of the reasons Aww. I grabbed it more is because I knew that it came from this house. That's funny you couldn't say you're who. wearing a shirt that John bought you, and I'm wearing a shirt that Tony bought me. Well, there you yeah. go. John, yeah. where's your shirt that Carly bought you? And Tony, Did where's I your shirt that I shirt? bought you? No, I didn't think so. <laughs> I bought you a shirt a couple of times. You did. I, I will go get my monocle. I bought Tony helps. lots of shirts, mm-hmm. but... This morning, I he was like, I don't shirt. think I have a green shirt. I said, well, I bought you one a couple years ago, but it, I think you wear it to bed. It's got, like, all these dinosaurs on it. It is green. <laughs> it is one of my sleeping shirts. Anyways, this... With dinosaurs for... With your dinosaur sheets in oh, your dinosaur really bedroom. Soft. Yeah, it's really, really soft. <laughs> but I, I think like, it's one of those that's not super well made. Maybe. <laughs> I like to sleep in my jaw shirt because it's just really comfortable for mm-hmm. a sleeping shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have like two or three shirts that are really soft that I sleep in most of the time. And that's one of them. Friends, what kind of shirts do you sleep in? Yeah. I'll tell you that in this movie, Jamie Lee Curtis wears some weird sleep shirts. Or (laughs) nightgowns. No, no. Those are old lady nightgowns that you're only supposed to wear if you're over the age of 65. Yeah, she definitely looks like a It looks comfortable, though. They're called house coats. It looks comfortable. So she stars in this movie. Everybody knows her. What's she been in? She was in the Halloween movies. Like, True Lies. I know we talked. I, I wrote True Trading Places. Uh, I know we talked recently about stars who star in horror and then they try to like distance themselves from it. But she's in like all the Halloween. Nah, she, <laughs> yeah. she doesn't care. She's like, fuck it. I was in them. Yeah. <laughs> they made me famous. There, there's a new one coming out, and guess who's going to be in it? She's Jamie Lee <laughs> Curtis. Curtis. She doesn't have to worry about it. Did you see the sneakers, the shoes I tagged you in today? She was also recently shoes. in yeah. Knives Out and was fantastic in that. Again, I was going to buy those for you today. She seems Tony pretty fantastic. Just. In general, mm-hmm. <laughs> like she was one of the first female actresses who was like, "This is what I look like. No filters, no makeup, no nothing. <clears throat> this is it." She's a good actress. I'm not perfect. Neither are you. Everything's cool. <laughs> and if you ever saw her in True Lies, like, oh. I tell you what, though, 
when she gives in the when Anna takes her body to get a makeover, yep. it didn't look much different. <laughs> Just saying. Yes. Oh, cool. All right. We're also sorry, Lindsay Lohan, which we've already mentioned. She was in Mean Girls and the Parent Trap. Mm-hmm. But she's still, she was in like a Netflix Christmas movie. And I was like, man, I might need to watch that just to see. Because okay. she looks she fell weird off hard now. <laughs> Did you look at the IMDb out. of the boy that she likes? He's in all um, the Christmas movies. Chad Michael Murray. Yeah. Um, I know him from One Tree Hill, but I did not watch that. He's got three names. I just knew he was killer. in it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, he was in House of Wax, and yes, he's he's become like a lifetime movie man. Oh yeah, hey, man. I don't, I don't fault you for making money. You know? No, I would do it. Yeah, I'd be in all the fucking Hallmark movies if I was making bank. Who gives a shit? I mean, he's a good-looking dude. I'm sure he plays. Hot dude that girl falls in love with really well. Yeah, I'm sure John's seen some of his movies. I do watch a lot of Christmas movies. I do too. And they're all the same fucking thing. (laughs) (laughs) And I I hate watch them after about you know a day. But it didn't stop him for two weeks. (laughs) Like in November, I start watching a lot of Christmas movies, and you run out real quick. So then you start reaching and you start watching the Hallmark ones, and they're all shit. I believe we discussed this on the the Netflix ones. Carly makes me watch a couple of them. I usually find one or two to make her watch. I don't watch them at all because I would rather read trash Christmas movies than watch Christmas movies. Those Christmas novellas are pretty great. They're but so I really good. prefer them to be novellas. Yeah, they have to short. <laughs> I don't, and that's the problem with movies. They take too long. I just... There's only so many times you can watch um, uh, Just Friends. Yeah. Mm. Tinkleman. We <laughs> talked about that, about that movie yesterday. That's why I posted forgiveness on our... Facebook page. Is that what you posted that? Yeah. All right. Well, well, because I was trying to remember. Maybe you remember. You guys seen it a million times too. What is the name of the girl that tells Ryan Reynolds to fuck off in the beginning? She's like. That's just friends. Oh yeah. Okay. Yes. I'm sorry. I I told you I was getting confused in my brain. She says Kimberly out, or what did she say? Something out. But I couldn't remember her name, and I couldn't find the. Athena. Is it Athena? Athena out. Athena out. That's what it was. Oh, okay. Yes, I know what you're talking about. Anyways. So, Chad Michael Murray likes Lindsay Lohan. Mark Harmon is engaged to Jamie Lee Curtis. And you may know him from NCIS, Chicago Hope, St. Elsewhere. He's He's just so great. He's had a a very long, successful career. (laughs) He's played the character of Jethro on NCIS since this movie came out to today. And I'm like looking in... This may be the longest he's running played, show he's been in, but he's been in like a hundred yeah. episodes of five or six oh, different yeah. he's shows. Not, he's he's literally been playing this character since Cross was born. <laughs> wow, really? Wasn't yes. he in the Presidio? I don't, I don't know. know. He's really cool, though. I I love him. Like He's they would a, retire him at some point. <laughs> like it, and Tony and I don't watch. He was and Superman in Justice League Crisis on Two Earths, the cartoon. Yeah. But we he showed up on the screen and Tony was like Mark Harmon. <laughs> I think he was in the yeah. Presidio. Okay. <laughs> All right. So also in this movie is Harold Gold, who is um, the grandfather. He was Miles in the Golden Girls. Hence, which is not why I wore my Golden Girls t-shirt, but that's a funny coincidence. Although, I didn't recognize him. It was like 10 years later, but he did not look anything like he was in the Presidio. Yeah, I like that movie. And he was also in Patch Adams. Um, And then we have... Which one? The grandpa? Yeah. He looks weird without a mustache. Maybe that's what it was. He just, he didn't look I wanted, right to I me. wanted to say, I wanted to point that out. Because I, I was busy looking at Mark Harmon's IMDb. But he looks very strange without a mustache. He needs... 
to have a mustache. <laughs> I'm very upset about mustacheless. Okay, hair. calm down. Well, Mr. Bates is played by Stephen Tobolowski. Tobolowski. Okay. <laughs> it was in Groundhog Day, Spaceballs, Californication, The Goldbergs. <laughs> Stephen Tobolowski is uh, fucking awesome. And Bill Murray didn't think they punched him right in the face. <laughs> Ned! Bow! And, and he did that pratfall on command perfect the first time. Wow. Because wow. he's awesome. He um he has a I think he has a podcast that is really popular. Really? Mm. Really? Or, None of us have heard of it. Or a YouTube show or something. I mean, we don't want to promote other podcasts on our podcast. He's just a really cool dude. <laughs> well, the thing is, everybody has a podcast. He's, yeah. So it's Even hard. I mean, you could True. probably say that Jamie Lee Curtis has a podcast. I would believe you. <laughs> really long, right? He's had one for a really long time. Especially with the Jeremy fat Pippen lizard. A lot of people started podcasts. I was want, like, I must listen to this. God, <laughs> I, want to say, I want to say it's a podcast. Oh, I'm sure he does. Everybody, everybody, has, everybody podcast. has podcasts now. And then I only wrote two more people down. Okay. The... Um, Manager of the Chinese restaurant, whose mm-hmm. mother is responsible for the swap, is Rosalind Chow. She is uh, Keiko O'Brien in Star, Star Trek. Trek. Yep. <laughs> O'Brien's wife. O'Brien has appeared on the on the podcast. Yep. This was his wife. <laughs> Have you seen the Joy Love Club? No. Oh man, you should watch the Joy Love Club. Oh, you'd love it. You dig it the most. It's a very she. Well, she was in it, and it's a. Um, it's a movie. It's from 1993, yeah. and it's about the life histories of four East Asian women and their daughters. It's really, it's a really long drama. It's, it's a chick flick. It's a beautiful movie. Okay. You'd probably really enjoy Perhaps it. I will check it out. Who's the last person? And then, Julie Gonzalo is Stacy, the evil mm-hmm. bully. She is a welcome back to the podcast from Must Love Dogs. I don't know about her. Wow. Her mom's got it going on. She's also in Supergirl and the Veronica Mars reboot. Like a lot of episodes. Wait a minute. You're not going to mention the great Willie Garson? No. No. He is great, though. I don't know who that is. He's the guy from Sex and the City. Oh, yes. <laughs> He's John's. I almost favorite. wrote him down, but I didn't. And recently I listened to a podcast talk about. Oh, what movie was it? With Brendan Fraser, and he like lives underground in New York City. Uh, Blast from the past. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> and it's not New York. It's L.A. Really, I thought they were talking about. Anyway, it's definitely not I've New York. I've never seen it. <laughs> and that house is actually in Vegas. It's, it's a real place. Anyways, it's Blast from the past. <laughs> it's Blast from the past. Yes. Okay. Anyway, because they think the bomb the bombs drop and they're in a bomb shelter. Like his parents are preppers and they made this bomb shelter in the sixties. Oh, and they thought dude the bo- has a monkey heart. <laughs> That's not the gorilla. Is it not Brendan no, Fraser? No, 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 no. You're no. confusing two movies together. You're talking oh my about, God. You're talking about Untamed Heart with yes. Christian Slater. Yes, that's the one I'm talking about. Okay. Why did I. How did she get Untamed Heart <laughs> I don't with know. Christian Slater? Anyway. Blast from the Past with Brendan Fraser. I don't know. Those movies are not the same. Do both have yards at the end? Anyways. So, yeah. Untamed Heart is a sad I don't know these movies. I know. Yeah, he dies. Apparently he is like a spoiler. Apparently that actor is like a bully who like attacks the girl in that movie, and they talked about how it was it was the dude from Sex and the City, and they were so sad. John loves him because he's from um, white collar. White collar. And I feel like he's and fever pitch. Yeah, you go. Which is because he was he was Devil Ray dancing. Yeah, he was. That's he was your a Yankee dancing. That was I know Devil that's Ray your dancing. favorite scene in Fever Pitch. I want you to do that movie only so I can talk about that scene. It's. That's a romance. 
<laughs> Thank you for my birthday. I've already got some new birthday. Oh, I know. This is so very soon. Your birthday's coming up. Maybe I'll just pick it. It's real good. I love it. It's a comedy. Anybody can it's do it. Jimmy Fallon and Drew Barrymore, and I think it's really great. And Willie Garson. And people really hate it. Willie Garson. Oh. People really hate it because they Garson. think Jimmy Fallon, Fallon is a terrible actor, but I find him really funny in this. I enjoy it. All right. It like suits him. This the, That movie suits him. I feel like Willie Garson was on the podcast before, but I... Oh, if he was, I'm sorry. I did not mention him. I'm looking, but I can't seem to... This movie was made off of a $20 million budget, and its worldwide gross was $160,850,000. So, it did all right. (laughs) And as I said before, the only way it qualifies is that audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. One such audience member who did not love this movie is Seth N172. Yeah. And gave it a 1 out of 10. Me and you, and you and me, no matter how they toss the dice, it has to be the He's only on one. the rock. Ah, for me is you, and you for me, so happy together. Ah, who cares? Why the me. heck is this considered a good me. flick? Mm. Boring Monday with Lizzie Nohan oh. and Amy B. Shirtis is the worst of the three versions. I didn't even know there were. It was the third version. <laughs> Why do people think of this as a terrific flick? There should be old stuff at the top of Disney's list. Not this. This is a terrible, unmor- unmoral flick with evil spots, making out, and bad lessons for today's youth to face. Why? And worse, it uses that boring, so happy together oldie, oldie by the turtle as the theme song. Stay far, far away from such a train wreck and watch the old versions and the other movies mentioned above. He did mention some other movies, including DuckTales, which he mentions again at the end. Really likes DuckTales. <laughs> That's a great show. I mean, the, it's no Transformers. I mean... On the other hand... Is, I mean, they do have the touch. Mm. Shirazad... Tony loves that song. ...said 10 out of 10, Freaky Fun Day. But that movie was shit. That movie was awesome. That movie was shit. It was awesome. Elaine... Transformers 86? Shit. Well, it's got the touch. Does it ha- it's got the power. Really? Hashtag not my prime. I know. Fuck him. Somebody at work the other day said something about you got the power. And I said, you got the touch. And then it was stuck in my head all day. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Sherazad says it was a remake and it delivered big time. Jamie Lee Curtis and Lindsay Lohan are an unstoppably funny team of mother and daughter that have just the right chemistry, the right dose of sarcasm, and the right dose of whatever it takes to make you laugh and enjoy this film. <clears throat> no film this cheery and delightful would be complete without the dish, and the dish here is Chad Michael Murray with what? awesome hair. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What? So those are I my mean, reviews. he's a handsome boy, but... Awesome hair. The dish. <laughs> I know. I was like, call where is this going? Nobody calls me that. <laughs> All right. Well, what did you think going in, John? I thought, oh wow, I saw this once. I thought it was shit. <laughs> oh, I wonder wow. if I think it's shit still. Okay. What I like did you the way think? You're saying shit today, shit. I was like, uh, I've seen this before. Sorry. I'll watch it. What about you, Elaine? I said, I think I've. I said, I think I've seen this movie before. I recall that it made me just want to watch the 76 version. Oh, And I had never seen this movie before. <laughs> I ran for a How wild many times ride, have you Mr. picked a movie you've never seen before? At Most least of five. At least. At least five. Like, like, at least five. Very often, I watch movies 
to see if I will pick them for the podcast. So I technically have seen them when I pick them. But just one time and just to see if I like it enough to I do it. I don't know. What's worse? Carly picks movies she's never seen. Elaine picks movies she hasn't seen in 25 years. Yes. What is worse? I Yours. need you to pick one. <laughs> because you watch this movie, you think you like it, and it's shit. Uh-huh. It's fucking Beastmaster. Yep. With accidental badge. It's not Jason X, taint. Although... For Tony, I think that was a similar thing. He saw this movie and he thought it would be funny. Well, I did with uh, what was it called? Uh, he did Hellbenders, and then I watched it, and it was so bad. I was like, I'm not watching that again, and I'm not making you guys watch it. I That's that. how bad it was. Is it was worse than the worst movies that we've seen? See, like I like, watched like, Jason oh, X all day over Hellbenders again. I want to wow, do eighteen you? again. Let me watch it to see if it still holds up. And then you watch it, you go, "This movie's fucking awesome." Of course, no, it would be for the podcast. I do believe I made that. Well, let me turn back my page. Guess I did. You turn did. back time. Did you find a way to take back those words that hurt? Definitely calling our son Cher. You shit all over Godzilla King and the Monsters, sir. Despite sir Ghidorah being in it. It you know, was good. I listened to that episode, and that wasn't me. What that drunk asshole? No, that wasn't. That, no, that wasn't me. That that guy clearly had a British accent. Oh. Yeah, I don't know who you had in the podcast that day. But that wasn't interesting. You. Your evil twin, Mon. No, he's from <laughs> Jamaica. <laughs> hey, Mon. Yeah, did. Up. If I was Shit. bad, my mom would say, that wasn't you, that must be Marilyn, because I was Carolyn with the evil twin Marilyn. <laughs> I just said, it wasn't me, it was the old Elaine. And, and you're John, and your evil twin is mine. <laughs> Sorry, I, nothing rhymes with John. Don. How about Don? Don? Don. Still Don. Sean. Sean. Sean is not a name. Tron. It's Sean. Sean is a name. Tron, yes. Tron is a name, too. I knew a kid in high school named Tron. Tron? Yeah, he was from Vietnam, but still. Uh, I was thinking that Tran? Lots of things do. You tried nothing. (laughs) You did mom. The first thing that came in your brain, you were like, that will work. Uh, (laughs) It was very successful, judging by the laughter this tangent has created. So, go me. Ron. (laughs) Captain Ron. (laughs) I love Captain Ron. Okay. Let's go watch that. Quan. <laughs> hey, Mon. Kron. The Quan. <laughs> okay. Well, this or just movie Quan. opens with... You're my ambassador of Quan. No, I said Quan with a Q. Because you oh. said Da Quan. I have an important message here. Hold yeah, on. is it from Uh-oh. Vic? It's about Razagul. Oh, shit. <laughs> is it from Vic? It is. <laughs> and he's texting you about Razagul? Yeah, he's bored. <laughs> yeah. Well... You text him, and I'll talk about how the movie starts. <laughs> okay. We have the So Happy Together song that was mentioned in the review mm. as pictures of mothers and daughters throughout history are shown. That, the ones of Jamie Lee Curtis, that's her and her actual daughter. Mm. And then we see how a once happy mother-daughter situation has become frantic and stressful. Tess is a busy mom, too busy, and Anna is a teen who wants to sleep in and be left alone. So every teenage girl yes. that I've ever... Raised. But also be treated like an adult. And every single mom ever? I mean you? Uh, I am not a single mom. Uh, so <laughs> every single mom ever. Yeah, no, I meant... Every single mom Single ever. mother, not... Every single every, mother. Not every mom ever, but every mother who is single as in no man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
No, um, no other parental or no woman. No other parental figure. Someone who is raising their children singular. Like Reba. Well, she's a single mom and works real hard. So the is, kids never stops. So is, uh, what's her name? Tess. Tess. It's a terrible name, by the way. There's no way that in any universe that Jamie Lee Curtis looks like she should be named Tess. What about Julia Roberts in Ocean's Eleven? Does she look like a Tess? She looks more like a Tess than Jamie Lee Curtis. Julia Roberts is a phenomenal actor. She can pull off anything. I feel like Jamie Lee Curtis looks like her name should be Barb. <laughs> I can totally see that. I can see Karen or Elizabeth mm-hmm. or a Barbara. Elizabeth Berkeley. Or a Deborah. Or a Linda. Oh, Linda. Linda would be great. My aunt's name is Linda. <laughs> All right. Well, Tess is kind of a prude who always takes Harry's side. And Anna is messy and dramatic and both seem to have too much on their plates. At school, Anna turns her shirt inside out because another girl has the same one on. And we learn that she likes but has never met Jake. Who's taking on? Who is how old? 15. At least 17. No, no. She's 15. Well, he's driving. She's 15. He drives a Ducati. What? Impressive. But. I know, right? What the fuck's this kid do? <laughs> but we learn two things. He drives a goddamn Ducati. He yeah. works two jobs. One of them is at a coffee shop. And one of them is at the school. Because he's got the key to the teacher's lounge. And he says, it's okay. I work here. You're not a student. Mm-hmm. You work there. So he's at least 18. <laughs> How old is this adult? So, so this janitor is dating on, is hitting on 15 Is he a janitor? What does he even do? I is he a janitor? He, uh, he went to clean things. So, I'm so yes, oh, janitor. No. So the 15-year-old girl is also in love with the janitor? Weird choice. <laughs> I've never seen a, well, no. It's a Let bold take, move, Kyle. I was going to say <laughs> I've never seen a cool janitor before, but I take that back because one of the guys that clean. That uh, one of the contract cleaners that work at my store, Mitch, seems like he's a pretty cool dude. I oh, know the janitor at my building is awesome. I talk the janitor to that I talk well, to the most is very awesome, but he's an old dude. <laughs> the, pe- the people that work for the cleaning company we use are pretty young. Most of these people are like somewhere between like 20 and 35. Mm-hmm. But, anyways, Tess is getting married this weekend, and uh, between Ryan. handling last minute details. Which don't make sense to me. You would know what food you're serving two days before your wedding. Mm-hmm. Why are we discussing this? It's set in stone three weeks ago. At yeah, least. I, we're, we're watching this and I was like, John's definitely going to hate this movie because there's a whole lot of bullshit stuffed in this movie. Yeah. That would not be a problem. You're just stuffing, oh, this has got to be some kind of drama in here. Yeah. This is such bullshit drama. Yeah. If this is not done by now, it ain't getting fucking done. I'm saying. Also, she's running her therapy practice. Why doesn't she have a secretary? I don't know. She's so distracted that she drives the wrong way into the parking lot and fucks up her car as well as holding up all the traffic. Because she's so brain dead that she can't get to her own office. Well, Friends, she has... right now you could all drive to your job blindfolded. Because I know about you, but I go on autopilot. I get there and I'm just going. You don't go the wrong way because guess what? You've been to the same building how many times? This is some more... She was checking her organizer because she has three cell phones plus an organizer. I mean, this is 03, so they were giving her the maximum amount of technological devices that they could because that's... Because the iPhone had not been intended yet. Yes. But I, this is my problem, and I have this problem throughout this movie. There's no reason for her to be this frazzled. Yes, she's a busy mom. However, why doesn't she have a wedding planner? She can clearly afford it. 
why doesn't she have a secretary? Yeah. And how have you ever met a therapist that was this fucking frazzled? Have you ever met? You see patients by appointment only and you work eight hours, five days a week. (laughs) Have you ever met a doctor of any type that answers their own phone? Let's say this. But I'm just like, this doesn't make sense. I like how Carla's shooting on her own movie. I was frustrated. I don't know. I've had days where I'm that frazzled. And my life is not nearly as complicated as this lady's. <laughs> it doesn't take much to frazzle. I like how she shits on her own at work in the movie. Where I'm this frazzled. But it's not whole days. It's like, wow, oh, why is everybody calling me and I can't answer the phone right well, now? It's because I'm working two days before her wedding. Mm-hmm. And perhaps the shrimp they ordered for the wedding all went bad. So now she has to replace it and she's trying to figure it out. <laughs> the way they presented though just seems weird to me but anyways at school Anna gets an F on a paper about Orwell's 1984 and Mr. Bates says it was preposterous she tries to argue her side and clearly is familiar with the book it's not like she didn't read it and doesn't know what it's about and he says that his grade is final and she makes some comment and he, that's insulting to him, and he sends her to detention. She gets lunch attention. It seems like this is a common occurrence because she trades lunches with the proctor or whoever it is at the detention. Then she gets detention again in PE when she aims a volleyball serve at Stacy's head, even though Stacy hit her in the head at least three times. And, and no one knows. Over. <laughs> so. What's wrong with Stacy? What's her fucking thing? She's apparently evil. (laughs) They never do figure it out. No, they never tell you what's wrong with Stacy. Maybe she's jealous of Anna's musical talent. (laughs) Maybe she just started hanging out with Mean Girls. Maybe Maybe. Stacy needs a hug or something. Maybe Stacy's mom's got it going on. Well, she does. Maybe, and she's all I want. I've waited for so long. Stacy, you know, she's just not the girl for me. And that's mm-hmm. what happened. No, might be wrong. And now she's mad. But I'm in love with Stacy's mom. <laughs> At work, Tess ends up being late to, to see her daily patient, Evan, who she's seen every day for three years. And is very stressed about her not being available to him during her honeymoon. The great Willie Garson. Later, Tess goes grocery shopping and talks to her caterer. She said, no salmon. It has to be halibut. She doesn't care about the cough. But how much is it? <laughs> I do like halibut, so. I also like salmon. I like salmon, too, but I like halibut. I don't understand the salmon hate. <laughs> we don't eat a lot of fish in this house. I don't like fish. Mm. And when we go out to eat, I almost always get steak. Because I almost always want steak. And so I never I, really eat fish. I don't ever eat steak, so I always get seafood. Because <laughs> if there was one thing I could make every day for Elaine, it would be steak. <laughs> okay, so I went to the Wegmans today. And you got steak? No, but I really wanted to. Because mm-hmm. right in the front when you go in, you know how they have the, all the wine that they're trying to sell that week and the cookies. And then they have like a little thing of, of like dinners to take home and cook tonight. They had garlic steaks, like these big fat ribeyes, garlic infused steak. And then they had rib roasts. And I was like, oh, I want to put that in my cart so bad. But I didn't. Because... Were they really expensive? Yes. That's a, that's a nice story. Instead, I put raspberries and strawberries in my cart. And then later, me and Chael ate raspberries together. Aww. Boss doesn't eat fruit because he's a fat ass. But Chael likes fruit. He's a good boy. He doesn't eat bunnies. 
I'm sure he would eat a real bunny if he could. If he can catch one, he'd probably eat a real bunny. But to be fair, that bunny was eating my tomatoes, so fuck him. <laughs> All right. Still well, holding the grudge, even though your tomatoes have long since been dead. Yeah. It's time to plant new tomatoes. It is time to it plant is, new tomatoes. It is, actually. Yeah. Actually, well, that would be a good weekend. Maybe I'll do that. Maybe you'll plant some tomatoes this weekend? I'll go to the nursery there and get some nice fruits and vegetables. Mm-hmm. Okay. I want to get an orange tree. I would not... Cold. It's not warm enough here for oranges, baby. You gotta bring it in. You'd have to baby the shit out of that thing. Yeah. Baby build it its own little greenhouse. Uh, no, buddy of mine's got one. He's like, no, you just bring it in the house when it gets cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but eventually it gets too big to do that. By then, know. you may have to build a greenhouse. I don't yeah. know. By then, we'll live in a different place. That's true. Someday. We'll so, see. We might live here till we die. Anna meets Jake when uh, she drops all the stuff out of her backpack and... He picks up one thing, her guitar pick, <laughs> and asks her what she plays. She says she plays her dad's old Stratocaster and that she's in a band, but they're still in their garage stage. What's the name Do of the you band? think he knows she's 15? He yes. can't possibly. Yes. I don't know. They're called, the, at the end, they say. Pink Slip. The Pink Slips. Mm. Or the Pink Slip. Yeah, it says pink another slip. drum. Pink Slip. I wanted to say Crucial Taunt, but that was like, no, that's Wayne's World. It's a way better band. <laughs> Actually, their band is not bad. They should not be in a garage band. They're way too good for 15-year-olds playing was in a garage. Was that Lindsay Lohan singing? It, I think so. Really? Because she did have a very brief singing career. <laughs> I will say... I know pro- she had an album, I was like, mm, I wonder if that's her singing. I'm going to say probably... The- she was definitely lip-singing at the end of the movie, but that's not uncommon in well, a movie. Yeah. Even if you actually sing, that you lip-sing to the... The, over- the opening... Song was them singing, or what? I think. Does it say something about? I don't know. It says something about. I'm machine. just curious if she was actually singing. That was I think it was her. I would be surprised. Um, I don't know if it was her playing the guitar. <laughs> that was really Jamie Lee Curtis playing the guitar. <laughs> that was her mimicking the guitar, but that was not her guitar solo that they put on. No so. bullshit. Jake offers her a ride, but she knows she'll get was, in a lot of trouble for riding his motorcycle. Mm -hmm. Uh, A member of the band Orgy instructed Jamie Lee Curtis on how to play the guitar in the concert sequence. Although Curtis practiced at making it look authentic, the finished film's a studio musician overdubbed the solo. So it was not her actual guitar solo. It was the guy from Orgy. Mm -hmm. The band who did Blue Monday. The remake. Which was a good song. In the middle of asking her out... Does it feel to treat me like you do? And Mr. Bates interrupts to tell her to study for her honors entrance exam. Um, And Jake leaves while she's talking to Mr. Bates. Just keep saying all those F. She ain't getting into honors anyway. I I know too much about how high school works. This doesn't make any sense to me either. (laughs) Well, it pissed me off because I was like, how do you, you can't have an F paper. Like you can't. It's very hard. Yeah, you gotta fuck it all. Up. Like you have very, very hard to get an. You F turned into paper. work. You're getting a D. Especially if it's two pages, yeah. three. Like, pages what is long. the recourse though if your teacher gives you an F? You would go to your guidance counselor and say, "I don't understand," or your administrator yeah. and say, "I don't understand." Will you read this? Because he won't talk to me about I talk it. Talk to an English teacher. I go to everybody. Go. Is this <laughs> an F paper? You think her? Mo- you think her mom would be getting phone calls about the fact that. Your daughter is smart enough to sit for this honors entrance test, but is get is failing completely in this one class. You think the school would speak to her about it? Mm-hmm. This would not be the first time when they switch bodies. Would not be the first time she's heard about this fucking yeah. teacher. Do you guys ever argue your grade up? 
No. No. Uh, I never once. needed to. I have. I never needed to. I never oh, needed to. Oh, aren't you fancy? Well, maybe if you just paid attention and did the work properly the first time, you wouldn't have to... I- you would have got A's the first time, like you, like your brain Damn. would have well, excuse deserved. Excuse me, but I also learned how to argue. I was like, well, I will say, John's smart enough I'm, that he should have got straight A's out the gate. Yeah, he, there shouldn't, go to class. he shouldn't have to fucking argue his grades up. The class I'm so taking me, now, the assignment was this, this, this. I'm kind I have of met all these requirements. Arguing, you tell me exactly why. Because this is a B. You know, it's infuriating. <laughs> like I don't need to memorize all like this me. stuff, <laughs> and you're forcing me to memorize all this stuff. Nobody, I, I care that my students have Down syndrome. Nobody expects me to memorize exactly which trisomy they have and what that means and what part of the brain is affected and what part. <laughs> I don't need to memorize that. Nobody expects me to know it. What matters is they have it. <laughs> and what that means as far as how to teach them. But nobody expects me to know where it comes from and you shouldn't all have to know the, the genetic background. The nervous system you should just know. <laughs> That's dumb. And I'm not allowed to use notes or anything when I take these quizzes, so I have to memorize all the shit. Well, guess what? I memorize it for your quiz, and then I forget it. Also, we learn more about the brain all the time, so if anybody asks me this ever in the future, and for some reason I can't look it up, this information's not going to be real anymore. (laughs) So I'm kind of arguing with the teacher that I have right now because I think this is bullshit. (laughs) But that's... What do you want to make up right now? Just I put me. it on lip gloss because my lips are dry and I like to be moist. But the thing I don't understand about this is if you want to take an honors class in high school, it's not, you, you don't usually have to test into it. You have to have good enough grades and your parent signs a form. Usually you, you take a test at English. the end and to get the college credit. Specific. Like an AP yes. Yeah. It's not, she wouldn't, her English teacher wouldn't be talking to her about a test that has math on it. Like, it doesn't make sense. But anyways, that's neither here nor there. Uh, It doesn't make sense the fact that this teacher apparently has a vendetta, we find out later, against her because of her mom. That doesn't make any sense at all. It does not either. (laughs) No. Nothing about this makes sense. As soon as that happened, I was thinking Dr. Evil. How about no? All right. So... But he was the Diacola of evil. When she gets home, Just Harry calorie, not evil is enough. in her room drumming her guitar with drumsticks. And she chases him down and puts underpants over his head. Like, super tight. Like, and then, was, I don't know how his underpants did, did not come off Did the his punishment head. fit the crime? Yeah. <laughs> if your little brother's drumming your guitar? Absolutely. The guitar that you... Your dad's... That was your dad's? Your, your dad's, dad's, dad's guitar? Yeah. Come on now. And I don't, I've never played an instrument. How'd but she get any those underpants person I've ever known that, play, known that played any instrument with strings was incredibly protective of those strings. You don't take that instrument out of the case unless you're playing it, and you only play it if you know how. <laughs> so, I, I don't know anything about it, but I know that unless you don't like fuck with somebody's <laughs> instrument. Yeah. Um, so anyway, um, she puts on her pants over his head and then goes to the garage for practice. Tess gets a cab home because her car is in the shop. And tries to help Harry, but can't get the underpants off his head and needs to put She's the, the worst groceries. mom ever. She's like cutting the, the side like, oh yeah, no, I won't come off. That is not the part that's stuck on his head. It's like, just cut the top. What are you doing? <laughs> just cut where the knot is. No, you, you, you take it from underneath, you pull it away from his face, stick the scissors in it, done. She's an inefficient scissor person. <laughs> you don't want to be that. Okay, my new favorite line. She's an inefficient scissor person. <laughs> 
<laughs> Edward would have had that done lickety split. Yeah, well. And had his Edward hair in the shape of a scissor poodle. <laughs> uh, Grandpa arrives. And then gone. And so does Ryan, her fiance, <laughs> and two <Sorry>. boys. <laughs> Where did these boys go? Are they just boys okay. from the neighborhood? So I thought these were Ryan's kids. I thought but they were maybe they... cousins that Grandpa brought. I <laughs> thought they were Ryan's kids and it was going to be a story about a blended family. But no, I guess they're just this kid's friends that came over at the they same time. Happened like, to arrive at the same time as everybody else. That. It's also 6 That's o'clock amazing. at night, which we find out in about five minutes, which seems odd for the little neighborhood boys to come over. Yeah. Um... So, they, I said, it's unclear where they come from. The boys sneak ice cream, and Ryan sees it, and he gives Tess a copy of her book that just came out. He's got to be her publicist. He has Love to be. in the time of college. That's, they do not explain how they meet, exactly what his job is, but he, she had to have written a book, and he was the publicist, and no. that has to be no. how they, they meet. On that they did explain show. what his boat, his, his boat is. His job is he makes baby boats. He does <laughs> no, that's something in publishing. <laughs> nope, he makes baby boats. Or he's her agent, or there's something. Yes. He builds wooden kayaks. Because he books her on that show later. Yeah. Um, she pulls the plug on band practice because it's after six and gets a call from the principal. Go home, Mr. Principal, it's after six. (laughs) (laughs) I get, I get emails and stuff from my boss on the weekends. I got an email from my boss after we arrived here today, which was at six. I just got it. And I'm like, dude, stop working. (laughs) Well, that's like my boss who sends me text messages on her days off. (laughs) I told him I'm off tomorrow. Nobody call me. You got everything you need. Figure it out. <laughs> Anyways. Um, in the garage, they also get a call that they can audition at the House of Blues on Friday night. This is a big deal. And it is, is a big, big deal. Yeah. And they're all excited. But that's the night of the rehearsal dinner for Tess and Ryan. Okay. Which your, is also a big deal. Your rehearsal dinner. Your daughter has a chance to play at the House of Blues. He's going to miss your rehearsal dinner. Do you let On your her go? second wedding. Yes. I 100% let her go. Yeah. And here, I would, I, the reason okay. is multi-leveled. That's what However, I'm thinking. I'm like, what is it that she needs to rehearse that much? Yeah. This, Because yeah, who's going to the, the rehearsal wedding? His dad? Dinner. I'm sorry. I'm not going to the rehearsal dinner. My daughter's playing at the House of Blues. Exactly. But the rehearsal dinner follows the rehearsal. So you'd already be done with the rehearsal part by then. This is just a dinner. Yeah. Um, also, we've already discussed that she can be sullen and sulky and unpleasant. Do you really want her to spend your whole rehearsal dinner being that. like that when yeah. she could be, when you could have just given her no, this bone and she would be happy? <laughs> well, that, I don't know, though. No, the other thing is, is if, you, if she's playing, it, it would be cooler if there was her surviving parent came and watched. It would be. You know? No, like, I don't but, think her sullen, shitty teenage attitude is something that you take into account. But I'm saying, but... You, this is a big deal for your kid. Yes. And you love your kid despite the fact that your kid acts like you have leprosy <laughs> and are also Joseph Stalin. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. You, like, but that's Stalin, how teen- Stalin with leprosy. But that's, I do that's, know. Yeah, but that's how teenagers some, act. Yeah. Uh, so I you let. him anymore. But you still, thank God for that. But you still let your kids. Or any less. Want them to succeed. So you go and you don't. And it's like, look, we're going to get this rehearsal done early because we're canceling rehearsal dinner. We're all going to the House of Blues. Yeah. Or we're tra- changing it to a rehearsal lunch. Yeah. I don't know, something. But like, I do know moms this that is will fake let conflict. their sullen teenager ruin an evening. So. <laughs> 
right. But I'm like, you. I yeah, this is another one of those that, like, you would let her go. Also, you, like, you would let her do it. Second wedding. What are you rehearsing? So Anna says you? she'll. Yes, do you? Yes, good. You're married. Kiss you, If if there's people in your wedding, it's so that they know what the music cues are right, when right, you come right. down the aisle. And, and the so dinner is for all the people that came into town from out of town. Right, which is <laughs> well, in this movie. It's your family. It's right. it's a small it, family dinner. Right. And but all those people at that rehearsal dinner, I don't know I mean, who I know, knows I know what a rehearsal are. dinner is. I've been to like 70 of them. I'm just He's saying. have like, one in a few weeks. And I'm just like, saying it's not a lot of people in this wedding. Are you having a rehearsal dinner? No, there's not. It seems like there's so only her and him and the maid of honor and yeah. probably her kid, her Do son who's the best man because he's a But you have a rehearsal because sometimes you have your mom read a poem and maybe you light a unity candle. But you do all that stuff so they have to know what order it's going to be in. Yeah. Either way, we have to have a rehearsal. They're they're saying that we have to do one. A rehearsal, yeah. Quick, we'll do it in. You gotta do a dry run. run. For what? For your wedding. For our fake ceremony before our wedding reception. (laughs) I don't want the dinner, but you gotta have a rehearsal. We'll figure it out. All right. Anyways, Tess. Otherwise, DJ's gonna be walking around going, I don't know where to be. (laughs) Anna insists that she'll figure something out, but her bandmates don't believe her. Um, then she goes in her room. Harry is jumping on her bed with one of her bras on over his clothes, reading her diary. And yes. so are Ridiculous. his friends. <laughs> yeah. This is... They're all wearing her bras. Disturbing. <laughs> the fact that this kid doesn't get in trouble for this shit... Yeah. It's ridiculous. I really thought it was going to come back. I thought one of the things that Tess was going to realize as Anna was that... Maybe she should pay more attention to how much shit Harry is doing to torture Anna. <laughs> Which she does. And how she needs to set some boundaries. <laughs> yeah, especially for her teenage daughter. Her under, your age your boy should not think it's okay to put on yeah. your daughter's bra and play with it <laughs> while he Read reads her diary, diary to his yeah. friends. Well, wearing your sister's bra, that's fine, but... Reading her diary to his friends is or, is completely different. I've never done that. Like those are two different things. <laughs> One stay out of my clo- like wearing your older sister's clothes, even if it's, maybe that kid has got. Did this. Audrey I didn't put on Audra's bras, but I'm just did saying. Put I, mean, on your bras, I only Audra. had sisters no. though. There were no boys in but, our house. Like I don't think that I don't think those two things are the same level of bad. But the <laughs> reading your diary is always bad. No one should ever read your diary. Those are your personal private thoughts. But she Just chases him out. I stopped writing a diary. Damn. She goes to slam the door. That way nobody can read your personal private thoughts. And her door is gone. Now she has no privacy. Which is also ridiculous. She goes down to see what yeah, the but... fuck. <laughs> and her mom is like, I talked to your principal. Privacy is earned. <laughs> which, which I was like, this is stupid because her... Her, uh, Tony doesn't think the punishment. The punishment the doesn't have any. Her, it doesn't have anything to do with no. privacy. You take you know the know door I mean? off when you find your out. Your kid is like having sex and having sex. Having sex. sex. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but this, her, her her problems are, have nothing to do with like we were saying. You take away her curricular activities or something like that. You yeah, take you away might say play you the can't band. Play in the band yeah. until you get this grade up. You yeah. say you stop getting detention. You say you were going to the House of Blues, but now yeah. you cannot get your shit Which, together. Now so you're gonna be singing the blues, bitch. Would be a better plot point. Yes. Is now you don't get to go to the House of Blues, and that actually has something to do with the story, as opposed to I took mm-hmm. the door off your, your room, which doesn't have anything to do so with you, what you did. So and we comically can't girl. slam it the whole, whole time. Yeah, she Come needs on. privacy. So Anna is like, She's going to have a business hole out there. And Mr. Bates are out to get me, and then she mentions Jake, and is going to tell her mom about him, because she's like, well, I'm interested. 
but they met in detention, so Tess is like, well, that's promising, and Anna is done talking. But her mom is like, oh, everybody's out to get you. Oh, everybody's trying to ruin your life. They all go for Chinese, and Ryan pre-orders the Peking Duck, which is Anna's favorite. Anna, he's trying. Yes, he is trying. He's a good dude, um, seems like. Anna apologizes for what happened at school today, and it's obvious to Tess that she wants something. And uh, she wants to skip the rehearsal dinner and go to an audition. And Tess is not hearing that. This is an important day. And for once in her life, everything isn't going to revolve around Anna. So they argue in the hall. And the manager's mother brings them fortune cookies and starts speaking Cantonese to them. And they take the cookies. Anna goes into the bathroom. And on either side of the door, they read the fortune about a journey they're about to go on. And then there is an earthquake that they are the only ones that feel. So, <laughs> I want to watch the movie about the lady and her mom at, at the, the Chinese restaurant. restaurant where the mom goes around making people body swap <laughs> with her magic fortune That cookies. would be a good show. That is the movie that I want to watch. Or the show, <laughs> show. I want to watch. Yes. I want Every to watch about this, this magical this ancient Asian family of witches <laughs> trying to get people to love each other again. I want to watch that. I'm not interested in the rest of this movie because I just want to watch that movie. It's a good show. A good show uh, premise. Hollywood. Every every uh, episode's a different family. Yes. Kind of, kind of like Quantum Leap. Yeah. It would All be. All right. And I like the fact that the daughter is trying to stop the mom. Yeah. Did you and? Can't do this again. Yes. I want. I want that. I want to hear more about that. That's the interesting part. Also intriguing that there's actual magical fortune cookies because like 18 again, there was a wish and an accident question mark. Yeah. And in the 76 Freaky Friday, like it magically happens, but there's no rhyme or reason. No. The (laughs) The best one is like father, like son when they have the brain transference room. What? Brain transference serum. I was thinking of, um. Vice versa. Vice versa with the totem. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the totem. And or, all of me with the soul bowl. But there's really the soul like bowl. it's interest it's intriguing magical fortune cookies. I'm into it. See, but one of the has like well, this. But I wanna science. watch this yeah. I wanna watch the T V sitcom Good Fortune. Oh. <laughs> I don't wanna watch this. I wanna watch Good Fortune. Right. My new T V sitcom. Call yeah. me Hollywood. That night, Hollywood. Trademark, TMTM. TMTM, $50,000. Miss Fortune. Miss Fo- oh, Miss Fortune, yeah. That night, as they sleep, With they my switch. my man, Hollywood. I want that actor who played Hollywood in that TV well, show. Best one. Is he? Damn it! Oh, that would be awesome. It would be. Tess wakes up in Anna's body and starts to kind of freak out. And then Harry tells her that mom is dead. And she's like, I'm not dead. Oh, my God. (laughs) She goes in, and she's not. She's sleeping like Anna does. Um, Tess gets her up, and they panic together a bit. Who Uh, sleeps so hard? Face down and drool? Well, plenty of people, people I'm sure. Drink. Yeah, but pass out. what is this thing that happens every day where mom tries to drag me out of the bed by my feet so yeah. I grab onto my headboard? That's a little weird. I'm obviously awake at that point. Also, if that was a common thing, my parents would just take the headboard off. Yeah, right. <laughs> no more or headboard. put up a flat piece that you can't grab. Like no more headboard. One of those wall-mounted, like, cushy ones or something. Like, I've, yeah. I don't think I ever had a headboard as a kid. We had, like, 
We had those beds with dresser drawers underneath that were like waterbed frames with a mattress in them. <laughs> there was no headboard piece that came up. I didn't have that till I was a grown so, up. <laughs> the beds with drawers the underneath are called captain's beds. <laughs> but generally they have a headboard and a footboard. Mine didn't. But we also, for a while, just had those metal frames with a box spring and a mattress on top. We were kids. We didn't care. I did bunk beds for a long time. Bunk beds went all along. And they had spindles. So you could have grabbed on, but no one ever had to drag me out by my feet. My mom had worked as a house cleaner, and bunk beds were not allowed in her house. Why? <laughs> because she didn't want to ever have to get up on that top bunk. <laughs> but she didn't have to sleep on the bunk bed. No, but she didn't want to have to change the sheets. <laughs> so anyway we wanted them and she said no <laughs> that's the excuse she gave i don't know if that's real as someone who also worked as a house cleaner for the same company as your mom hey i find bunk beds aren't that bad if they're my bunk beds and i'm washing all of the bedding because mm-hmm. i want to take it all off and then put it all back this is so riveting so anyway you wish you were this interesting sir they decide they're not going to tell anyone because everyone will think oh, they're crazy. Work. You don't think it's interesting that me and Carly worked at the same clean company as her mom? It's fascinating. It's interesting. I knew that, though. <laughs> well, not all the podcasts did. <laughs> now they do. Aquaman. They decide they have to portray one another for the morning. And then they will go back to the Chinese restaurant at lunch and figure out what the heck happened with those fortune cookies. Mm-hmm. Which is dumb you stay home. I was like, you stay home, but then there's no movie. I know. Yeah, but she's like, oh, I have to see, you have to go see Evan, the patient, and and you can't miss any more like school because you'll get suspended. You're not going to work today. Right. You're sick. Yeah. You're staying home. Yeah. You can do that therapy session over the phone. <laughs> the same thing in Like Father, Like Son. You stay home. <laughs> so, anyways, Ryan arrives to shuttle them for the morning because Tess's car is in the shop. Um, and Anna in Tessa's body has to be nice to Ryan but cannot kiss him she also cannot give advice when she goes to work for she's her she's like ew listen nod and occasionally ask how the patient feels about what so they talk about so she completely belittles her own job <laughs> she also has to be nicer to Harry because he doesn't know that you're not his mom well we have to tell him and I feel mm-hmm. like at no point does she start being nice to Harry no not until she no. sees the paper when yeah. she goes to the conference. She does get a little nicer too. But even still, mm-hmm. not not nice enough to really have this turn where she realizes she loves her little brother. Mm-hmm. I that bothered me too. Like there should have there's supposed to be a turn here. So the whole family ends up closer. But um, when Tess in Anna's body gets to school, Jake talks to her and tries to give her a CD. She rejects him because he's too old for her and she needs to focus on schoolwork. If the 15-year-old girl you were flirting with said, dude, you're too old for me, you would not talk to her again. <laughs> she'd have Pretty be, much. She'd have to be super hot. And she's not that hot. And yeah. you definitely wouldn't start trying to date her mom. Spoilers. She goes around saying to, hello to all kinds of people, including Stacy. Like offers, a weirdo. Yes. <laughs> this is the kind of thing that I catch myself doing when I'm out shopping. Oh, do you? Because I'm so used to saying hello to people at work mm-hmm. that sometimes I will smile and say hello to strangers. <laughs> and after the second, you do it the first time and then you do it a second time and then you go, stop being creepy. So Elaine's flirting with strange men. No. Women. I say hello at Kids. work, but 
I'm expected to Everyone. know people at my job. I don't. It's but not. I'm expected one, to at least it's not be flirting with, with strange that. men. It's saying hello You're to every single and person. Saying hello to them. That's flirting. Yeah, but it's not with them. It's with everyone. I help people a lot when they can't reach things for some reason. Mm-hmm. I end up being the guy to reach stuff for people. Although I did see a lady pull a thing of milk out of a refrigerator with her shoe. What? <laughs> At Target the other day. Was she? Because she was reaching for it, and I was like, Was she differently abled? No. She's just a mom. She so uh-huh. couldn't quite reach she it, so reach she it, took her but shoe off. It was off. one of those things where I was too far away to be like, like this. helpful. You know, <laughs> I didn't want to walk all the way over there and be like, I saw you all the way over there. Can I help you? Because she might be done by the time I got over there. So I was just putting my stuff away, and then she stood up on the bottom thing and stuck her shoe in and flipped it out and looked around. I was like, Whoa. I would have been like, <laughs> I've never done that, but I have grabbed something. Like, if I want the cereal box that's in the back, I'll take a cereal box from a lower shelf and use it to try yeah. to get the cereal no, box. No, she just flipped off her foot and was like, Do you know I really okay. miss? I'll climb up shelves. I Cross. don't fucking care. Because you know what he was really good at? Getting things off high shelves. Shelf. Well, he's a tall, <laughs> tall son of a bee. Yeah, we were in a Walmart. And this lady... I am not a bee. You did say son of a bee. That was she not a bee? No. <laughs> Sorry. But we were in Walmart, and this lady was having a hard time getting something off the top shelf. I went, hit it. <laughs> uh, he walked over. Here you go. Yeah. Said, and I looked at her, and I was like, he's good for things. He's a tall son of a... Son of a biscuit. Nice lady. Son of a nice lady. He's a tall son of a nice lady in striking distance with cold uh, feet. Get off of me. How do you know they're cold? You have pants on. Because I can feel Damn, it through the cold. Pants. You can feel it through the cold. All right. They're not that cold. So Stacy offers her a hug, but then pulls the back of her shirt up over her head and Which then pushes her away. Funnier if it was and a she wedgie. she falls over a damn bike rack on her head. It seems a bit excessive. Um, like, you so, get up and you punch that bitch in the face. She just Anna's, accosted you. Anna's friends help her up, and they saw her talking to Jake, and they want the details. And she's like, actually, I recommend you follow my example and not interact with boys at all. (laughs) Which is weird. Her personality is too different. Like, she's really, like, it'd be funnier if she was trying to be Anna, but making a mess of it. But she's not even trying. No. And she's she's just being like a stuffy old lady, which... That's not but fun. they also are toying with, is she a little bit of a germaphobe? Because she doesn't want to touch people and she has that sanitizer and she's wiping stuff off. But not all the time. But you don't, you'd lean into that. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. That's like, one, here's my thing. And, and this is spoiler alert. It's like they were thinking about it, but they didn't quite. This movie, <laughs> this movie, I think this movie's okay, whatever. But it's not funny. No. Like, it's a comedy. but And, and they start to do jokes. But none of it's funny. And there are lines that, like when I was going through the second time and doing my notes, that I thought were funny. But you had to be paying attention to hear yeah. those lines. But if they had leaned into some of these jokes a little harder, it would have been a lot funnier. And like, there's a lot of little setups and stuff they do for jokes, but it's like, this, this is not funny. Like, you didn't try. The only funny bit is when they go back to the Chinese restaurant. <laughs> Stand by that report. So, Anna in Tessa's body gives Tessa makeover before going to the office which horrified me because she saw the wallet in the car and Tessa was like don't even think about it and then she just went and spent a whole bunch of fucking money got her mom a haircut got her mom a piercing it was weird though because I liked the shoe tried on scene because I like shoes Mm -hmm. but um she tried on all this stuff but she didn't buy that much even Mm -hmm. though she got the piercing and the haircut 
<laughs> she only bought a couple of things. And she could not have picked a more hideous dress. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, especially for her style. She's trying to be like Avril Lavigne that, that dress was... The front was more frumpy than what she was wearing. Yeah, she was just in a black suit. <laughs> like, if she's going to put her... I was expecting her to be like goth mom. Yeah. But that is not what we got. We got like hippie mom. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was a little Like, strange. the style was more hippie than punk, and it was, like, crushed velvet. That doesn't look good on anyone. Except Elvis. It was just a terrible look, and the pixie haircut she gave her was unflattering with that dress. Yeah, she looked bad. She, too she did tall not look head. good. She started to look like Bridget Nielsen. Yeah. <laughs> Cobra? So, Go ahead. I thought she was going to start doing modeling with robots. Anna cannot handle <laughs> all the ringing devices of it's her mother's, movie. but she has to answer a few of the calls. How did that not become a franchise? Is all I want to know. Okay, so she cancels. <laughs> you have an canal. action figure though. She's like, I'm not gonna bite that bullet and get a root canal for my mom. That's not happening. So she cancels yeah. it. And like you said, who gets a root canal two days before their wedding? Like, or the week well, of their honeymoon? Because you're maybe waiting usually for a temporary crown while you're eating. They're confirming an appointment. Halibut. It's soon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Again, more bullshit. Yeah, you don't do anything the week you're She also It's fires. like the writers weren't even trying. It should have been like a teeth whitening session or something like that. But the yeah. wedding would have made a lot of sense. sense. A lot yeah. more sense. And I think that... Or tanning. I'm wondering if she could like, going to the dentist? Nope, not doing that. Same joke. I yeah. wonder if that was a nod, was supposed to be some kind of fun little nod to the 76 one because one of the things is a girl has braces and she gets her braces off. Oh, and uh, then maybe it's... So... <laughs> That would have been but funny it didn't, at the but they, didn't, but they didn't, but it wasn't like, that's only a, but the only reason that connects in my head is because I watched both of them today, and, um, well, I didn't watch the whole, I only watched half, whatever, but I watched both of them, and it made me think of that, but. Also, you got a, you got your mother's hoo-ha all up in you, that's weird. What? Wow. <laughs> All right. Like, when you body swap with a parent, you've got their junk. All you're over there doing all day has been thinking about some strange vagina? Yeah. Okay. Well, because right in the beginning, she grabs her boobs and goes, those are not mine. No. Other than butt. the fact that I've not had children, I don't know that it's really... I think that it would be more noticeable when you end up with different equipment than you started with. <laughs> I don't think a... And a body know, swap mother and son would be horrific. Yeah. Yes, that would be horrific. That's why they or don't father do daughter. That's why they don't do those movies I don't because know. that would be horrific. Does feel any differently about the I would, I would not area. Care. Although we did see a trailer for a brother sister one. That would yes. be horrific. Was that a brother sister or were they a couple? I think, I think it was they were a couple. couple. Actually, yeah. Wow, that that's, that's would be weird. A couple would be, but weird. it's better than brother sister. Way better than brother. Like yeah. if it was, if all of a sudden now you have your wife's junk, you're like, cool. Yeah, well, been there, it was funny though. <laughs> that old chestnut. I'm familiar with this. <laughs> What'd you do? I didn't leave the house. Hey, well, walk around naked. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those things that's always like I feel like body swap things. It's always the guy that ends up in the chick's body and is like, ooh, like with um, Jumanji. Yeah. All right. Or like how what's her name was so excited because she got to pee standing up. Yeah, that was fun. This thing is great. <laughs> so she also can't fires the caterer the day before the wedding. Yeah. Yeah, good job. Because the halibut's so expensive. $10,000 for halibut. How big is this wedding? <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of halibut. 
hell of a lot of halibut. In 2003, I, like I cannot imagine how much halibut. And they're in California. That's going to cost $10,000. The halibut is right that, there. Yeah, they're in California. They're on the ocean because she's going to the House of Blues. Like, this is not, it's not like they're in fucking Ohio. North Dakota or Ohio or somewhere you're flying all this fish in. Yeah. No, it's bizarre. How bizarre. Um, so she sees four patients, which seems like a lot before 11.45. Um, Especially when you got there. What, you get there at 9? Yeah. <laughs> like, what's the problem? You got half hour fuck sessions? off, you're fine. Let's talk about her advice. I'm just not having you. Shut the fuck up. Next. So <laughs> she does follow her mom's advice for the most part and not say anything until the last patient says that she read her daughter's diary. Now. Hello. <laughs> this is... Perhaps not the way it should have been delivered, but it is the appropriate advice. If you you want your therapist to tell you to stop reading your daughter's diary, I think that this is a sign of a good therapist. You do not ignore this red flag. She's like, look, your daughter wouldn't be writing about that boy in her diary if she was doing anything with him. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of facts. Or she would be writing what they did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, to remember it. But, but she's like, stop reading her diary. <laughs> yeah, that's... That's the only patient she gives any advice to or Which breaks I the kept rules expecting set for her, her mother. I was sure she was something was going to happen with super clingy Evan, but that's not the patient that she had problems with. No, the only thing she did was Which, call him Kevin. <laughs> Which was weird because he's supposed to be the problem patient and she doesn't have a problem with yeah. him. <laughs> so it's like, what is the whole point of showing how clingy yeah, he is? If he's they yeah, they don't pay off. They yeah. set up all these weird things that just dangle like out he could in the have been air. Following her around like that city or something because he knew yeah. something was up and trying to prove that it wasn't her and an alien took over her body. Like you could do all kinds of stupid That's shit with true. that. Like a what it would have been Bob more interesting if thing. he was following her instead of Jake. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a little creepy. Well, at school, Tess in Anna's body experiences that Mr. Bates really does seem to be out to get her and gives her an F on a verbal pop quiz about Hamlet. Who gives verbal pop quizzes? That's horrific. Here's the thing. I've actually taken a verbal pop quiz before. However, the teacher has a sheet in front. They're not just... Make not holding up. anything. They gotta write down what they gave you. <laughs> that and the boy that she quizzes before, Anna, I guess, doesn't, doesn't know, know anything, anything about Hamlet. Gives and he, him a B. He leads him through it and then gives him a B. I was like, wow. that's. And then and gives her an F. Well, this paper? is to show that he has an actual vendetta, yeah. which is dumb. Yeah, but which he shouldn't have done. Which the entire teacher. class saw, at which she would have real good grounds to go complain to the administration. Yeah. Like, explain why this guy didn't know anything, you gave him a B, and then I had something to say, and you gave me an F. I would like this address. Instead, she gets to have this moment at the end where she's super awesome and gets to talk down to him and recognize who he is, yeah. and then he just has this vendetta because one time he asked her mom to prom, and she said no because she had a boyfriend, and he was weird. Like, it, that, this that was is, a really bad payoff. This yes. is a terrible, a really terrible payoff. Yes, they should have just made it so he wasn't... He didn't have a vendetta against her. She, she could have just, just wasn't been doing well class. in a class. <laughs> well, no, it couldn't be that she wasn't doing well. It has to be somebody else's fault. Uh, it just seems it weird. I mean, is this supposed to be funny? Is this supposed to it's be... It's not funny. It's not funny. It's it's. I know it's not funny. But and it's a criminal waste of Stephen Tobolowsky. A criminal waste of Stephen Tobolowsky. <laughs> That's Ned Ryerson, motherfucker. Of course your friends are impressed. Ned? If you're a child and you tell off a teacher, all your friends are going to be impressed. And then they ask her if she asked about her mom about going to the audition. 
And she's like, She's yeah. like, oh yeah, she said she no. She said no. And then fucking walks away. Because this is an important night. And of course it's an important night. And I should have never thought to ask, basically. And, and walks away. And they're like, um... But this is, like, an opportunity we're never going to get again. And, yeah, we're getting another guitarist. And we know your mom doesn't care about the music. And, and she doesn't even care about you since she met Ryan and yada yada. And Tess doesn't seem to like hearing this. But she's not changing her mind. This is final. I feel They're like not going to this cutting, audition. We're cutting class for the rest of the day and finding another guitarist singer. And they'll sit in for you. Or they're not be, losing or this. We're like the drummer the for band. Nirvana. Had that work out for him. Yeah. <laughs> so then Anna picks up Volvo. You did real well. As Tess. And some fast food. Mm-hmm. And then picks up Tess at school. And they argue about the makeover. And who can eat french fries and who can't. On their way to the restaurant. A moment. What did she say? I eat it and it goes right to my thighs. Which is not, I mean, it's not a thing people really say anymore. They say, like, it makes me feel bloated or I feel like crap, but they don't really say Oh, it. I say that all the time. Like, hey, Do would you, you want really? some cookies? I say, a moment on the lips, a lifetime on the hips. Yeah. <laughs> he does actually say that. What is that from? That's from something, though. It's from a lot of things. It was a popular mm-hmm. saying. Yes. When they get to the restaurant, the manager and her mom know exactly what happened. But pretend like they don't. <laughs> yeah. So the manager is like, Mom, and Ma, and she's like, did you give them the fortune cookie? And the mom's like, well, they needed it. And she's like, you have to stop doing that again. And she's like, Miss she's Fortune. She's getting married tomorrow. She's like, oh, nobody told me that. <laughs> and then the Like, great, my like, daughter has to have sex with my husband now. Ew. Miss Fortune, exactly. Miss Fortune can come on right after our mannequin TV show. <laughs> right. Ooh. <laughs> This is some prime we time need, shit right here. We need a, right a whole blocked for our show. Well, we need a whole brand new <laughs> Hollywood. Oh, I'll do it. I'll play Hollywood. <laughs> okay. Hollywood reimagined. And so, is your name Hollywood? No, it's Hollywood. That's how I say it. Oh, I want get those assholes for CBS on the line. We're gonna get this done. <laughs> Might yeah. be too much for CBS. Maybe we can do Netflix or Hulu. But they basically learn. Amazon. Amazon Prime. Ooh, do we know anybody at Amazon? No. Damn no, it. why would we know anybody at Amazon? Because we have gold here, man. <laughs> Misfortune. They are stuck. Mannequin. Tra- they are suck swapped until their fortune comes true. Yes, because the manager comes clean. She's like, she's like, all right, yes, I do know what you're talking about. It's magic fortune cookies. You've got to make the fortune come true, and then you just go back. And she's like, well, what are we supposed to do? She's like, well, I'll give you 10% off catering. And she's like, but we have a caterer. She's like, actually, well, no, <laughs> we don't have a caterer. Which means you have to pay for all that because it's the yes. day before the fucking wedding. So you just cost me the entire cost of one caterer, and now I'm going to pay for a second caterer. <laughs> and you did that to my hair and put a bunch of shit but, on my credit card. But to be fair, we don't know if this wedding's happening anymore because we don't know if we can switch back. Yes. Also, as Tony kept reminding me, she's only 15. So, yes, she's doing stupid oh, well, things that in her was, mother's Well, that body. was one of my problems. But she's only 15. <laughs> one, of problem, one of my problems with this movie is they keep trying to they keep trying to set it up for them to both be held at the same level. No, she's a child. She's an adult. <laughs> yes. And that's a problem. But I feel, and I feel like we... You know better. She's a, a little kid. And I may like, know better, but well, she's got I mean. less impulse control yeah. than you do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, also... 
We could have had. Uh, well, nah, keep rewriting well, this movie with all of us. They could have had her feel all crazy flushes of hormones and stuff. Oh. So she could have been like rubbing on a dude and like, oh, I, what the fuck is wrong with me? Or you know, I don't That's know. That's interesting. I never even thought about. And then going through menopause as a fifteen-year-old. Yeah. You know? But I feel like fifteen's yeah. a bad age. She should have either been a little bit younger or a little bit older. Like it works. Like eighteen again. It works because he's eighteen. Or and it is kind of creepy. His grandfather. The other Freaky Friday. She's sense. thirteen, so she's it was so George Burns. Sillier. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like fifteen's a weird age. It, she needed to be a little bit older or a little bit younger. Yeah. Younger so they could go sillier, or a little oh. bit older so it could be slightly yeah. more adult. Because you know I feel like there's no. It just hits all the wrong you notes. If you do younger, you have a problem that she can't drive. Yes. Uh, so you want her to be, I guess, older. But, mm-hmm. or, or not have her drive, you know, depending on what the situation is. But she could have been 17 and had all the same problems. Yes. Mm-hmm. She still could And then it would have made more sense for her to date the 18-year-old dude. It's not <laughs> The 20-year-old janitor. Let's yeah. be real about this dude. So when they go back outside, Tessa's organizer goes off, and she has to be at Harry's school for a conference in 15 minutes. Which, so, with all the organizers she has, she should know, you know, something going off. And so, this is why she needs an they assistant. Should have, you would think that they had switched had schedules, too. Like, let's be real. You're going to pretend to be me. I'm going to pretend to be you. This is all the things yeah, that I have going on. Here's a calendar are. of you all the shit I got where... going on this week. Just yeah. so you know, in case something happens to me. So, Tess and Anna's body will go take the honors exam. And Anna and Tess's body will go to the conference. And when they get home, they'll try to figure out the fortune. That's the plan. Yeah. At the conference, Anna learns that Harry admires her and wrote an essay about it. He tells her not to tell Anna because they have so much fun fighting. And at school, Tess... Which is the kind of thing a little brother would think. He would think that we're just having a good time. Meanwhile, the older sister wishes he was actually dead. (laughs) Fair. And at school, Tess tries to make up with Stacy because she does not understand why her daughter's former best friend, why they hate each other now. So she tries to make up with her, thinks she's successful because Stacy invites her to sit next to her for the exam. And then while they're taking the exam, Stacy writes her a note, motions for her to read it, and then accuses her of cheating. So they're not making up. (laughs) I feel like we should have got a payoff here. Why does she hate? Yeah. Could we get a a little something? You just left this plot dangling in the wind. This sweater is just fringe. (laughs) (laughs) Is it served with the fringe on top? Like they they thought they were knitting a sweater, but really it's just a shawl with a bunch of fucking fringe. Mm -hmm. And not tied off properly. So she's going to unravel this fringe. You pull on the whole thing away. My sweater, pull this. Yes, exactly. So if you want to destroy my sweater, OEOEO, pull this thread as I walk away. As it walks away. Watch me unravel. I'll soon be naked. I mean, this movie will be. Lying on the floor. Uh, Meanwhile. Yep, that's the plot to this movie. (laughs) It's a great song. Anna, in Tess's body, went home and was promptly surprised by Ryan, who likes the sexy dress. Best buddy Holly. Best only line ever. What's with the homie just off To a surprise (laughs) talk show appearance to discuss her new book. She is obviously shaken and does not want to do this. But they kind of make her. They like drag her. They do. Literally. They make her. I'm solid. She doesn't even know what the title of the book is and has no idea what it's about. 
and goes off the rails. Off the rails. And everybody, this is the thing about this that made me so angry. Because this scene makes me angry. She goes off the rails. Talk to me. Which she would. Makes total sense. Mm -hmm. And the little brother thinks it's great. But also, the dad thinks it's, the grandfather thinks it's great. No. And the whole audience thinks it's great. No. No. Like, she's. Literally Ryan is like wild surfing in the audience at one point. Ryan, first of all, this is daytime TV. They don't care that much. You're not Oprah. <laughs> Second of all, <laughs> Ryan should not be the only one who's shocked and kind of appalled by this behavior. Yeah. And it just, <laughs> like, it really bothered me that this was. Yeah. So that all goes down at the talk show. I'm, I'm expecting life advice. I'm not expecting you to just. I'm not expecting you to just go YOLO. Yeah. yeah. That's and not good life like, advice. The book, I guess, is about why people get so tired as they get mm-hmm. older. And she's like, well, people are tired because they're worried about things they don't need to be about worried about. Like, haven't you heard about takeout? And why do we need to keep the house clean? And how about we just get excited about things and have fun? But, because yeah. a dirty wow, house makes you, increases your depression levels. <laughs> Let's be real here. That's boiling us. And, and takeout's not take out all the time just makes you unhealthy. <laughs> Which also, guess what? Increases depression impulses. And her mother would know that. <laughs> and wrote a whole book about it, perhaps. Well, <laughs> I suppose this is before people in their, you know, teens and early 20s realized that everyone has mental illness. We just quietly deal with it. <laughs> Sometimes it's one of those things where I'm like, am I weird? Because, like, I've Facebook friends with some people who, like, I've been robbed mm-hmm. at gunpoint. And I'm Facebook friends with some people who are, like, so traumatized by it. But I'm like, not. <laughs> Everybody's different. There's some people that have high anxiety just going to school. Like, yeah, yeah. I just, it's weird. It's like, I, I know some people who, like, can't work because, because of this experience they had. And I'm like... Really? I mean, I guess it was a very different experience for you than it was for me. <laughs> but, you know. Everybody's different. Everybody's different. Some Sometimes I are... wonder, am I weird? <laughs> Some... yeah, you got to figure you out how to that deal with for you, Carly. <laughs> you have to figure out how to deal with your anxiety. Maybe you I just know don't have super high you gotta anxiety. You got to know when to walk away. And when to run. So, back at school, Tess and Anna's body ends up getting detention again. Yeah, she escapes attention and runs into Jake, who offers to help her finish her test. Mm-hmm. They have to walk through a banana's teacher's lounge. <laughs> Where no one is paying attention. That has a TV, a couch... And a puzzle table. And I'm like, where is this teacher's lounge? I think every teacher's lounge has a TV and a couch in it that I've ever seen in a movie. In a movie. But but here's the thing. But I've never seen one like that in real life. I mean, I'm okay with that. I mean, every room should have a puzzle table. But but she's she's obviously, well, they're obviously comfortable. They have a decent amount of money. And they probably live in an area that does. And it's probably a higher end level school. Maybe the teacher's lounge are really nice and nicer schools. I don't know. I've never seen a teacher's lounge that had a TV. Have you been to a Usually, nicer school? Usually, it's just like teacher's a diner without really? staff. Yeah. Never. <laughs> All right. I feel Didn't like one of the faculty had one. Yes, but it was the TV on the cart that you rolled to oh, class yeah, to watch the right. movie. Which is why I'm like, there's not one. They don't. That's no. not where they keep that. 
No. Weird. I mean, the library is where they keep the TVs on carts, or they used to when they had those. They, now they don't have them anymore. <laughs> um, but no, I've never a teacher, seen a teacher's lounge that had a Jump TV. on our Facebook and tell us. Do you, does your, do you have a teacher's lounge that has a TV in it? I'm sure some do. We just I mean, have just like like diner tables with chairs and like a counter with a microwave and a, there's a fridge and then there's vending machines. <laughs> there's no decor. There's no puzzle table. There's no TV couch. in our break room. <laughs> there's a TV in our break room. We don't have a break room. It's a special yeah, TV split screen. One side shows regular TV and the other side shows uh, Cole's propaganda. Cole's craft propaganda. Yeah. <laughs> Fun. There is a TV in my classroom that I'm actually petitioning to get I feel like I removed. could bring a puzzle in and start a puzzle table. It might be a big hit. Could mm-hmm. be. Um, I feel like somebody used to do that. I can't remember who. But she finishes the exam. And before she tells Jake that she's done, she sees Stacy's test answer sheet and erases it. And then writes, I am stupid on it. Which seems completely out of character. <laughs> yes, it does. And he says, and fuck her. I saw no. what you did to Stacey's test, and you didn't stop me? Yeah, he should have stopped her. <laughs> but even if he just stopped her, like, and she only erased the first, like, five questions. Yes. Something be like, no, 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 that's not why I brought you in here. That's how you get caught. <laughs> exactly. So, Don't you think someone's going to notice that I'm you not, got thrown out of the test? I'm not losing my job because you wanted to fuck with somebody else. I'm yeah. trying to help you out because Truth. I am gross trying, and find 15-year-olds attractive. I'm trying I'm to 20. see you naked. <laughs> so, well, as they're walking back through the teacher's lounge, they see Tess slash Anna on TV. And uh, Tess is livid. Tess in Anna's body is living uh, and has to get home be. right now. You would be because she's trying to sell this book. It just got released and this is good press and you're not talking about my book at all. <laughs> you're actually probably talking about the opposite of what my book is. <laughs> Which could really, I mean, it could make my sales go up, could really hurt them. I don't know, but other this is not the, this is not the brand I want to portray. So she asked Jake for a ride. And yes, he says, no, <laughs> she is not the person that he thought she was. And uh, maybe she's right. She is too young for him. And he drives off to his second job on his Ducati. <laughs> With a what? How is this kid affording a Ducati? He has two jobs. He's a janitor and a barista. And, also, and he also works he at the Bed Bath & Beyond. I don't want to hear about... <laughs> The minimum about the cost about wage increases in the service industry. If this dude can <laughs> afford a Ducati, is he living on the Ducati? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He probably lives in his parents' basement. He rents a uh, storage space where he lives and stores his Maybe Ducati. Yeah. <laughs> probably we've cracked that case. So he's a real winner. At the he's show, twenty-year-old dating a fifteen-year-old. Of course, he's a winner. Well, he's not actually dating her yet. He wants to. Or At does the he? TV studio. Ryan asks when Tess is coming out, and the guy's like, "Oh, she left ten minutes ago." And uh, she went to a coffee shop, and it turns out that's Jake's second job. They get to talking about music, and it ends up feeling kind of like a date to both of them. And when she realizes that Jake might like her mom, she gets really weirded out and has to go. As you would. <laughs> you don't want to date the guy that's your mom. Where does no. she have to go? To her own wedding rehearsal. And Jake is like, what? You're getting married? Tomorrow? What the heck? 
but we have a connection. And she's like, no, we don't. <laughs> you want to date my daughter. And he's like, actually, no, I don't. <laughs> well, and, and then our business is through. <laughs> he offers her a ride, which she accepts. Yes, she does. And uh, she is in heaven riding on the back of that Ducati. And Ryan sees her. And then... And Ryan is understandably a little upset. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> but before she sees Ryan, she gets home and they go to, or um, Anna, or Tess in Anna's body, is ready to go to the rehearsal dinner and wants her to hurry up, but also talk to her about how she feels about the wedding and Ryan. And Anna in Tess's body gets ready, but does not want to talk about Ryan. She wants to talk about Jake. Ryan arrives and was like, what the fuck, Tess? <laughs> I saw you on the back of a Ducati. For, no. Uh, he you, says Harley. You yeah. ditched me. Yes. And then later I see you on the back of this motorcycle. He yeah. says Harley. This is this is twofold. Yeah. This is not just saw you with another dude. This is twofold because she ditched him after he did this wonderful thing to try to help her career and she was weird about it. <laughs> and. Tess, as Anna, smooths it over by explaining that the guy with the motorcycle is a boy who is interested in her, and her mom was just meeting him to see if she approved, and she does. As they go downstairs, Tess, in Anna's body, hears someone singing badly out front, and it is Jake. Tess tackles him. What are you thinking? There's a couple of instances of he the singing, tackle in this that movie. Way. That's it. <laughs> you are... Yes. My fire. It's Jake. Oh, thank you. Oh, okay, never mind. She tackles hey, him and tells him to get it together <laughs> and find someone his own age. <laughs> Believe. There you go. <laughs> when I say everybody that Danny Tanner was not gay. Okay. Sorry, he that went somewhere else. That was the Bob Saget version. I was doing the Brooklyn Nine Nine. <laughs> Bob Saget had a Danny Tanner's not gay set to the melody of Backstreet Boys. I believe you. <laughs> so Tell she's me like, why they lived in San Bob Frank Saget's family Cisco. has a judge had a Tell judge rule that they could not release any more of the details about his autopsy report. So and now people on the internet are like, they're trying to hide stuff. And yes, and then other people are <laughs> like, and other people are like. But it's his private medical history, and it's none of your business. Exactly. <laughs> and honestly, I, I thought Bob Saget was okay. Who gives a shit? He was friends with my uncle. Who gives a shit how he died? It doesn't. It doesn't matter. It's not our business. I know. I mean, we don't have to know every little fucking thing about every fucking little celebrity. What was he murdered? Cares. No, I'm good. Yeah. Does his that family is, think he was murdered? That's no. Really that's really all enough that for matters. That, but that's I'm what. Cookie Monster. I maybe we're funny. curious, but cookie. it's none of our business. That's good enough for me. Did you ever so, see the movie Don't Eat the Pictures? It was a Sesame Street film. No. Oh, Audra, don't eat the pictures. So she tells him to get it together, find someone his own age, and then she kisses him. Why? Who the fuck knows? No, I thought it was because... I kind of thought it was because Ryan might have seen them, but the, he didn't, so I don't know why. Like, I thought we were going to see, like, she did it to just so that they could get in the car, but it didn't happen. No. It was for no reason, and it was out of nowhere. And they easily could have done any of the things you just said. Yeah. And that might have been funny. So, at the dinner, they finally get together and read the fortune, but they don't get it. And then they realize that Jake followed them there, and Anna's friends 
kidnap her. What? And, and tell her that they need her for like 10 minutes. And she should just go to the bathroom, run over to the House of Blues, do the performance, and come back. And nobody which will is even not a know. Bad, which is not a bad plan. No, that is yeah. a good plan. <laughs> like, they won't even notice you were gone. It shouldn't have needed to be a plan. We've previously discussed. But that is not a bad plan. But your backup should not involve duct tape. Mm. That's a bad plan. You went from plan A, good plan. Plan B, very bad. B for bad. But the fact is, she can't do this because she's Tess, and Tess doesn't know how to play the guitar. Facts. Also facts. <laughs> they threaten to actually kidnap her. They get caught by security at the rehearsal dinner. Sure. Sure. <laughs> Wait, what? Jake. This movie has so much. Wait, what? And Anna in Tess's body talk and she tries to convince him that she learned about music and fun from Aunt, her daughter and she and her daughter is the one he likes and then ryan comes over and tells tess and anna's body that anna's friends are here and she's like oh they're probably trying to get her to take her to the audition at the house of blues and he's like what are you talking about and she's like oh they got an audition but i said no because you know the band is stupid and a waste of time and blah, 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 blah. and he's like no let go to the audition. Go. Why are you still here? Go. Leave. <laughs> Ryan is a top shelf motherfucker. Let me tell and you. And he's like, did you not tell me about this because you thought I wouldn't understand? Are you are you just using me as the evil stepfather so that you can, you know, you can Control paint, your kid? You can basically make me out to be the bad guy in every situation because that's not what I want to be. I want your kids to like me for me and we will develop this relationship over time. Yeah. But I'm not going to be the evil stepfather role so that you can blame everything on me. That's not what I'm here for. And uh, so he's like, maybe we shouldn't get married. <laughs> and then he's also like, also, you should go to the House of Blues and watch your yeah. daughter audition. <laughs> yeah, like it's 10 minutes. We'll Which is right. what we all it's thought very, in the beginning. It's very unfortunate that it falls on your rehearsal dinner night. But Look. I'll hold down the fort for 20 yeah. minutes Look, while you if go. If anybody can uncover the truth of a situation, it's one Jethro Gibbs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. You got to say it. Fair enough. Fair enough. I got nothing. No, so, that's mean when you're right, you're right. Anna, in Tess's body, runs to the House of Blues and saves the audition by unplugging the guitar that Tess in Anna's body is playing and plugging one in that she plays backstage. This is the House of Blues. They know she isn't playing yeah. that guitar. Oh, they're, my they're, God. They're standing How? a foot away from her on the stage. And, like, Jake is, like, right there, and he's like, oh, this is awesome. No, dude, you know she's not playing guitar. What like, in the hell? Yeah. Made me so angry. She's like. I was expecting, honestly, Jamie Lee Curse to, to go up to go out on stage. And played the guitar. Yeah, I thought so too. Like, I thought they were, and make it kind of look like a mother-daughter duet or something like, no, it's not. No, they didn't. So Jake goes there, like you said, and is now firmly back on Team Anna. He's very interested in the daughter now again. Because fake guitar playing is sexy. Because she's so awesome at fake guitar playing. Mm. Then they run back to the rehearsal dinner, (laughs) and Tess and Anna's body says, hey, look, since we're clearly not switching back tonight. We have to postpone this wedding. I need you to go talk to Ryan and before any toasts happen and just let him know that we need to postpone the wedding. Um, and she's like, clearly you're not ready for me to get married anyway. And I've been rushing this. And but if he loves me, then he'll understand. Yep. Because he's a good dude. 
So she's like, all right, I know what to do. So she goes over to the table and gives a toast. <laughs> a good toast. Yes. Which seems completely out of character. It doesn't sound like her at all. It doesn't follow her speech pattern. It doesn't follow her language. It's a great toast. I'm nope, glad she nope. gave this toast, but it felt so weird. <laughs> She's all about how hard it was when her dad died, basically, and her husband, because she's Tess, you know. Yes. Um, three years ago, and they thought that they would never recover, but then she met Ryan and became happy again. She was still worried about how her kids would feel. Started singing in the shower. And, uh, and tonight she found out how Anna feels that no one will ever replace her dad because he was a great dad, but for someone as nice and good as Ryan, they can make room and become a new kind of family. And then the two ladies look at each other. They have a shared moment. Nice. <laughs> well done. And now everybody feels the earthquake as they switch back. Oh. And then we cut to the wedding. Everyone is happy. I happy think Jamie Lee Curtis should have been like. Jake shows up, dances with Anna. He says he, he, he can't stop thinking about their kiss. And she's like, what? <laughs> How about you remind me? They kiss. The band pays no. at the reception. Everyone loves it. You kissed yes. my mom. We're done. <laughs> Wow. It wasn't your mom's lips, though. It was, still it was your mom. <laughs> your mom kissed your boyfriend. He Man. wanted to wasn't kiss. Your boyfriend. He, he wanted it. to kiss her, her as her mom. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, this dude's got issues. She's yeah, gonna, he does. He likes a 15-year-old, and he works at a school. He's going to be able to go. That's not how your mom does. And it's also ah. high school dating. Who gives a shit? <laughs> There are All lots right. of problems here that nobody considered except for us. And somebody should have considered mm. this. Well, Elaine, give us your final thoughts. My she has some thoughts. I know. <laughs> My favorite character is Ryan. Your favorite character is Ryan? Yes. Because he's Jethro Gibbs. Because he's a great dude. He's... And he's Jethro Gibbs. <laughs> My least favorite character is Anna. Banana. Lindsay Lohan is a terrible actress. <laughs> She's not good at playing Anna as Anna. She's not good at playing Anna as Tess. <laughs> and she's so shitty that I think she makes Jamie Lee Curtis playing Anna terrible as well. Um, just like, mm, so bad. Uh, my favorite line though is, you mean we're like stuck in this suck fest? Cause there are no good lines. And I don't, and I don't know how to write Cantonese. <laughs> uh, my favorite scene is the toast at the end because it's very sweet. My favorite tertiary object is the soundtrack. I like all the remakes of the classic songs because I like those songs. Um, this movie should have been good. <laughs> but it's not funny. It's not lighthearted. It makes me want to revise my rating of 18 again. Ooh. Which was more what about seventeen again. Which was way more fun than this. Yes, it was. Also, seventeen again was way more fun than this. Yes, it was. This is the worst of these movies I've seen so far. <laughs> so the far. lowest of nays. Elaine gives so, it a nay. Wait, wait, what are we revising eighteen again to? Well, I nayed that. So Looks it's like we're gonna make that. A it may might bay. push that into a maybe. What did I give seventeen again? A nay because it was so cringy and made me uncomfortable. But it's clearly the best <laughs> out of the bunch I've seen so far. No, no, eighteen again is. You're gonna give that a maybe. Write it down. 
I'm not. It, we don't it, sorry, actually go back and I don't, change I don't change it. I'm just saying that if you <laughs> decide you want to watch a body stone. swap based off the three that we've done recently, please watch 17 again. Okay. John, what do yeah. you think? Okay, so my favorite character was Ryan. Oh, you're giving me shit. <laughs> because he was a solid you good dude. You were giving me shit. Uh, well, because you picked him because he's Gibbs. I picked him because he's great. Yeah, my least favorite character is Jake. Yeah, he's, he's got issues. Because he tried to bang out the mom. <laughs> or something. You don't try to bang, you don't go full He bang. tried to interrupt her rehearsal. <laughs> yeah, that's douchey. Yeah. Yeah, my favorite because scene. Because he met her today. <laughs> and they had a nice chat. My Maybe favorite you just scene. want a new mom. My, yours time is done, shush. It's my turn to talk. <laughs> my it. favorite fucking scene is when they first uh, realize they're switched and uh, they start grabbing it. It's like, those are not mine. And then she grabs the button and goes, definitely not mine. Okay. And then they run into each other to try to get it back. Oh, we need a jolt. I'm like, that's just fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. But that was the only scene I could think of. need a jolt. Um, my favorite line is between Ryan and Anna inside Tessa's, um, in Tessa's body. Okay, where are we going next? Harry's school? Oh, he could walk from here. It's 20 blocks. Fresh air will do you good. But what about the bullies? Run fast. Mm. Good pick. <laughs> so yours too? <laughs> <laughs> he seems a little bitter. He seems a little bit of bitter critter in that one. Sorry. Sorry, dude. And my favorite tertiary object is the great Willie Garson. All right. Tom, oh, what are you going to give it? You know what I'm going to give it. That's why you skipped me. <laughs> um, of the three body swap movies we've done, this is the worst. It's an A. And you could still give it a maybe and it would rate higher than your others. Did or lower than your others. Did both the other ones were yes? I believe they both were. I believe they were, so you could maybe this. It's the possibility was out no, there. I'm still an A. No, I'm writing it down. I know. This, it wasn't, there was so much wrong with this movie. I know. My favorite character is Ryan. Mm-hmm. My least favorite character is Tess, because mm-hmm. she's terrible. My favorite she's a bad mom. line is John's one John picked. <laughs> my favorite scene was the Battle of the Bands, and my favorite tertiary object is Jake's uh, impressive Ducati. Mm-hmm. Very <laughs> impressive. I agree with what you guys said. Uh, this movie was not funny. I still like this movie. I will yay. I will maybe. Oh my God! You always yay it. I may be it. It's okay. I, I mean, it's you know. I think that maybe came out of kind of fiance magic. No, no, I, no because I, I don't oh. have any. I don't care about this movie. No, I picked doesn't. it so we could do yeah. our thing. I don't care about. It. He just not doing that for me. He, no, he no. knows I don't care if he doesn't like it. Um, it's you know it's whatever. All right. <laughs> My Party. favorite character also Ryan. Ryan's all around. Oh yeah, Marilyn. My least favorite character. I would tell you it was Tess. <laughs> There's no reason for her to be so frazzled. Get an assistant. There's mm-hmm. no reason for this. Yep. <laughs> Like, you, you have to really suck at life. You're paying $10,000 for Halibut. You can afford a secretary. You shouldn't be answering all these calls. Somebody mm-hmm. should be doing it for you. Yeah. Um, create a job. Give somebody a job. And you shouldn't be pitched against your daughter. You're the boss. Mm-hmm. There's no, you know, you shouldn't have, like, a vendetta against her and all this weird, like, planning and counterculture. No, you're the boss. You fucking tell her what to do. If she doesn't, oh, you beat her ass with a belt. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And put her in a tray bucket. Damn. What? Isn't that what you do? Stretch your butt. No. Oh. When you say tray bucket, I'm like, what is that? I what <laughs> and you don't stretch your butt. I know what that is. <laughs> you don't beat them with a belt. Oh. You make them choose their own switch. Okay. It's Ooh. mental torture. No, you use a phone book. So they don't leave any marks. Mm. About coat hangers. Okay. No, that was um, mommy dearest. No. My favorite scene. No wire hangers. Mommy Grosin. The 
um, Battle of the Bands as well. My favorite line, the first time I go to the Chinese restaurant, when she mm-hmm. asks if she can do the audition, Tess says, I need to talk to you right now. And Anna says, I think I'm going to pass on that. <laughs> and I thought that was excellent. But it's something that I didn't see the first time I watched the movie. I only saw it when I was doing my notes. And I'm like, that's such a great thing to say when you don't want to talk to someone. I think I'm going to pass. <laughs> And my favorite tertiary object was the dress that Anna's body wore to the rehearsal dinner. I like that black dress. <laughs> it was nice. It had an old Hollywood feel. It did. I didn't like the one that Tess's body wore. I liked the one that Anna's body wore. And I'll also maybe it. I don't I don't know who I I guess it's supposed to be aimed at like Teenage girls. Teenage girls. But you were teenage none girls. None of us came are. Out. But I didn't see it then. Mm-hmm. And in 2003, I was 19. <laughs> Teenager. I know, but a little old for this movie. <laughs> in 2003, I was giving birth. I had never saw any of the Again, Lindsay Lohan movies because I was a little yes, old. I saw year. Parent Trap. That's a great movie. I like the Lindsay. Like, why will this start playing? All right. Well, it is. It's just a slow start, apparently. Hey, find us. Anyways, <laughs> go ahead, John. Now you. Can. <laughs> I've been talking all day. Find us on Facebook.com/slash The Underappreciated Movie Podcast. That's where you can find us. That's where you should talk to us. That's the only place we check. <laughs> and that—that's not true. I check the un unmovie podcast at gmail.com. I check that every day because SoundCloud sends us multiple garbage emails. And I throw them in the trash. Because I can't have my email notifications blinking at me on an obnoxious number. I gotta be on that. I have problems. Tell me why. All right. Because I'm and a then, person. This thing Elaine and I were doing is a two parter. So, two so next week. As a direct rebuttal. Wow, a direct rebuttal. Elaine Tell me pe- why. I'm picking Freaky Friday from 1976. Which I think is a charming movie. <laughs> and I think it's... And I've never seen it. And these are both available on Disney+. Plus. Yes, yeah. they are. If you want to watch them before we And begin. according to that reviewer, there's a third version out there somewhere. Whoa. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that. But this is my rebuttal to the body like swap genre. You gotta go back do, to the beginning. Why not? And we will see if the scene is said, go back to the beginning. <laughs> and I got to tell you, this is one of the oldest movies we've done. This is 76. It's almost as old as What? Because Rocky was what year? 76. Oh, oh so times with Rocky, I think. <laughs> Until you do Thoroughly Modern. Which, which one? one? This is Which it? Ma- oh. oh. Have you seen that? I've never yes, seen that. Yes, I is have. It terrible? I don't remember. Oh. It's got to be horror. It's got to be body horror, right? I guess. Turned into a fucking dog. I saw the original Shaggy Dog too. The Shaggy yeah, Dog one and one. then the Shaggy Dog two because there's more than one. I've seen those gold black and white ones. They're oh, good. Oh well, you know what? Those and other questions may be answered next week on, on the, the on the podcast. <laughs> I don't know what. Same I, bat time. Same, same bat, bat channel. channel.